They finally got one, Tim. A four-star coming to Syracuse. That's Deuce Chestnut joining the Orange, and we are here to talk about it with you on the Locked on Syracuse podcast. Today's episode brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, so it's going to be a football show here on this Monday for you because Syracuse, a big recruiting win out there on the trail. They bring in Deuce Chestnut. I mean, this is one of the highest rated guys Syracuse has ever gotten ever since 24-7 began calculating this stuff. So we're going to dive into everything Deuce Chestnut and also Isaiah Jones, a Juco guy. So we'll talk about him a little later on in the show as well. But we start with the number six overall player in New Jersey, one of the top defensive backs in the country. It's Deuce Chestnut, and he comes in to the Orange as one of the highest rated guys this program has gotten since Wayne Morgan and Ron Thompson Back in 2012, now those two guys had very different careers. Ron Thompson was excellent with the Orange. Wayne Morgan really didn't do much, especially his senior season. I believe he only played in like five games as a senior. So when you look at what Syracuse has done, they go out, they get the big win on the recruiting trail. But the big thing here is the fact that they're starting to gain some recognition now, I think, as this DBU. When you look at the guys who are in the program right now, Trill Williams, Andre Sisko, Ifatu Melifanwu, there is a starting to become a big national respect towards the defensive backs that Syracuse is producing. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge, huge win on the recruiting trail. Really something that adds some validity to the fact that this is a class that's sort of trending in the right direction for the program and you know we've been pumping up this class we've been optimistic about the class and the guys they've gotten but when you reel in a guy like this that takes this class objectively to just a much stronger level I mean this is the type of player at 325 nationally it is the highest ranked guy Dino Babers has ever gotten a commitment from as it stands right now DeVito was 327 we'll see where Chestnut's final ranking finishes but I mean you're talking about Michigan Ole Miss Michigan State Miami those were the type of schools that were in his top eight his top five also Louisville from inside your own conference as well I mean that's big when you're winning territory within the conference when you're beating out some of these hometown schools as well like he valued Rutgers and as belittling as that might seem to some Syracuse fans oh he would actually consider Rutgers well There is something to be said about the fact that this is a guy, he's from South Jersey, and that's the hometown school, and it seemed like there was legitimate interest. Remember, he made a top five on Saturday. He made his commitment Sunday, so he chopped the list down, and guess what? Rutgers was on the list, so you can't say he wasn't actually, or what he wasn't considering them, because he clearly was. Yeah, and you know, Rutgers has Greg Ciano now, so I think they're at a little bit different level going forward than what they have been, at least from a recruiting standpoint now, for sure, because it's kind of like Mac Brown, UNC, not quite to that level, but it's just, you got to look at them a little bit differently. But yes, I mean, Louisville has to be kind of getting fed up with Syracuse right now. Justin Lampson yeah. pick Syracuse over Louisville, so very, very excited because He is head and shoulders above anyone that would have been in this class or anyone from the 2020 class, and he's the best commit they've had in the Dino era, like ratings-wise, and right up there with Trill and DeVito, and as you said, DBU is forming. I mean, I think that's, that's awesome to see that 
you know, we know that they have very talented staff in terms of recruiting the defensive back group with now Chip West on board as well. Nick Monroe has been one of the top recruiters really ever since he's got. Yeah, how about claps for Nick Monroe too? Because, of course. I mean, this is a guy who you think about how integral he was with a guy like Trill Williams. And, I mean, Trill loved Nick Monroe. Seemed like that was a big reason why he ended up coming to Syracuse in the first place. And then Chip West. I mean, this is Chip West's first big-time win for this Orange program. A guy who was brought in to be this recruiting guru. And he went out and did it. And he got this big fish that the Orange so desperately needed, not just for this class, but to kind of make up for the class's past. Because this is the first four-star the program has landed since 2017, and this is this is big stuff right here for the Syracuse defensive side of the ball. Yeah. So was Trill? Trill was. I'm trying to remember the exact year. 2018, maybe 2017. Or yeah, I, I, yeah. I think yeah. 20. No, it was 2017. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It was 2018. 2018. Right. So okay. Yeah. So either way, it's the first one since Trill, and that's too long. I mean, it had been overdue. For, for Syracuse to get a player like this. And this is someone that makes national news. To get a four-star is just, it's different. I, I know a lot of people listening to this podcast don't buy into the ratings, and I think that's totally reasonable. I'm, I'm not someone that loves to, you know, live and die by the ratings. I think the offer sheet is oftentimes more important to look at. Well, I don't care who you are, whether you're a casual college football fan, whether you're a Syracuse fan who's down on the program, whether you're a Syracuse fan who's high on the program, this is just a good win, flat out, point blank. There's no ifs, ands, or buts here. This kid is an incredibly quick defensive back who is the number one defensive back in New Jersey, close by, good proximity for them to win out on a recruit in New Jersey, and... I believe it's one of the best recruits from New Jersey they've gotten in 10, 15 years now, which says a lot. I mean, this is, we can't overstate this. This is what we were waiting for. And now this class is really can hit the ground running because we already liked it. And now there's validity from all sides, whether you're someone who was down, whether you're someone who was up on the class. Well, now you have that four star that you can point to. So some of the other big New Jersey guys that Dino's landed, because that seems to be a territory where he started to do really well. You think Tommy DeVito, Taj Harris. Those are two guys that are going to be integral parts of your offense. And Deuce Chestnut is obviously going to be one of your aces on defense. At least that's what he's being brought in to be. So that's that's good stuff for the Syracuse program. And, and they so desperately needed it. And I, I look at one of the important things here, and... It's the relationship that he had with Trill and Cisco. Yeah. He said they talked pretty much every single day. And when I read that, when you've got guys who you've got Andre Cisco, a guy who very well could be a first round pick, you've got Trill Williams, another guy who is probably going to be an NFL draft pick this year. When you've got those guys out there making these pitches for you, again, they're not even going to be teammates with this guy in all likelihood. But they're out here selling the program. They're doing their job as recruiters. Again, it's not really their job to do it, but they're they're going above and beyond. Chose the love that this program has for itself and the love that it has 
for paving the way for the future. I mean, when we look back, if, say, in 10 years you see another three or four guys go to the NFL out of Syracuse, you're going to look back and, sure, Syracuse is probably not quote-unquote DBU because you look at a program like LSU or Ohio State, there's always going to be the pinnacle of what DBU should be. But when you look at Syracuse as maybe one of the better defensive back schools in the ACC – you're going to have to look back at Trill Williams and Andre Sisco. And not just that, they're the ones that set the standard, and they're the ones that made sure that standard continued year to year. Yeah, and Iffy as well was a huge recruiting win who's really panned out well. Neil Nunn right. is a guy I really like who they wrapped up a couple cycles ago now, and I think we'll maybe start to see the field this upcoming year whenever that does happen. I mean, it's kind of weird too because – Going into the Dino era, when we first found out, okay, there's this new head coach coming over from Bowling Green. He runs this up-tempo offense. He wants to score a lot of points, be quick, and really make the Dome kind of a fun place to play offensively. I would not have guessed that defensive backs would now, I think it's clear-cut defensive backs has been the best position they've recruited since Dino has taken over, and it's inarguable at this point. And especially when you add Deuce to this list now, I would not have guessed that defensive backs would have been head and shoulders above kind of some of the other positions. Yeah, you would have guessed offense Yeah, with with a guy like Dino Babers and a track record of having a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, look what I did to get this. But hey, that's not to say that Dino hasn't had success recruiting quarterbacks. He obviously has. You brought in Tommy DeVito. You, again, this sounds weird, but... He made the decision to roll with Eric Dungy. He liked what he saw out of Eric Dungy. He very well could have went out and got his own guy or caused some sort of rift there as well, but he chose to stick with Eric Dungy, and then he's gone out and got Justin Lampson, a guy that you and I both really like. Yeah. Well, Deuce is also, uh, he's number two, so maybe he'll he'll wear that and and take over Dungy's number of sorts once he comes. Yeah. Very well could. We'll give you the full scouting report on Deuce Chestnut next. But first, got to tell you about rockauto.com. You know, it's the summertime. It's hot outside. And guess what? Everyone does not want to do during these months. Sit in a hot auto body store while your car is getting fixed. No, you can go to rockauto.com and make things so much easier. Not just that, you're going to save a chunk of change as well. They give you the best prices because rockauto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers because guess what? There's hundreds of manufacturers out there that are making cars these days. There's different makes, models, all that stuff. You need the right parts for your car and you're going to get that at rockauto.com. Their catalog is unique and super easy to navigate. Tim's had a blast and an easy time trying to go through all that stuff and fix up his old Jeep. And guess what? You too can also get the same easy service that rockauto.com can provide. All you got to do is go to rockauto.com and see the parts that you need for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Again, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we're the ones who sent you over to rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So here's the scouting report on Deuce Chestnut. 
Are you ready for this? From Brian Doan of 24-7 Sports. Yep. Has the frame to play corner or safety? Boundary corner is ideal spot. Instinctual and smart on the field. Athletic and changes directions well. Tracks the ball and is aggressive in coverage. Good in run support, which I think is going to be important with this 3-3-5 defense. Has body control. Strong tackler with technique. Again, another important thing for this 3-3-5. Plays physical and reroutes receivers with strong jam. Comfortable in press and off-man coverage. Top-end speed, a question to excel against elite competition, which may be a little bit of a red flag when you look at the Clemsons of the world and the Florida States and the guys that those guys are going to get in year to year. Has to work on bending more at the knees and backpedal, transition from backpedal to driving on ball needs work. So overall, pretty good stuff there. And definitely, I mean, we talk all the time about how you look at Syracuse basketball and they quote-unquote recruit to the system. This guy fits into what we want to see out of this Syracuse system in this 3-3-5 that's being brought in here now. Yeah, and as much as we talk about them being DBU, they were kind of in need of getting a defensive back, like a shutdown corner for the future. Because Cisco, like you said, is going to be leaving after this upcoming season if they play it. And then Trill could be leaving who knows, maybe Max, I'd say, is two years for him if he could be out the door soon. And these guys are running out of eligibility by the time a 2021 or a 2022 guy is ready to hit the field. I think Chestnut is the type of player that will start right away, though. I really feel confident right. in that. And Dino has not been shy to give those young guys playing time early on, yeah. right? We saw it with Andre Sisco, where he didn't just start – for game one, he was starting in a spring game as a, a guy who's technically supposed to be in his second semester in high school of his senior year. Like, that's that's the faith that Dino has in some of these guys. And, I mean, Trill Williams, he got some playing time his freshman year. If he didn't, but that redshirt freshman year, he came up huge in that UNC game. Everyone likes to give the nod to Tommy DeVito in that game and Nikeem Johnson in that game. But... As much as those two did on the offensive end, Ifatu Melifanwu matched that, if not did more on the defensive side of the ball in that game. And he was doing it because you're filling in for injuries, and guess what? He kind of worked his way even deeper into the rotation, and now we've seen how good these defensive backs can be at a really young age in this system. Yeah. So for Deuce, he is playing on offense and defense, and you hear quotes that He'll just play wherever, and he'll return kicks for you. He'll play quarterback. He'll play running back. He does whatever he needs to do to make his team win, and apparently he was playing all over the ball last year for his high school in Camden, which I think is kind of cool. I mean, that's kind of what we knew Trill to be when he came to Syracuse as a true-cut athlete. Right, multifaceted guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that, I mean, he was returning kicks for touchdowns, pick sixes in his highlight tape. He's just all over the field, and it just seems like this is such a great win. I mean, the the stats say it, the ratings say it, the highlight tape says it, the offer sheet says it. There's really nothing to diminish this at all. I mean, this is something that Dino goes and... I mean, he's having a, a nice scotch drink tonight or, or whenever right. he found out about Deuce's commitment because this is as good as he's felt about a recruit in the entire time that he's been at Syracuse, which it's not every day you get to say that. If there's one silver lining on if there is no college football season this year, it's the fact that 
you might get to see Trill Williams and Deuce Chestnut get to lock up dudes on the outside mm. together for a year. Like, wouldn't yeah. that be cool That's with those awesome. two guys? Because they would be dominant on the outside. And I would love to see also a guy like Deuce kind of learn under Trill, too. I mean, we've seen that the there's some sort of relationship there between the two of them. It seems like they're really tight. Yeah. We've seen the tweets coming from a bunch of the defensive backs from Syracuse. So... I think that would be really cool. And I, I love this kid's competitive edge, too. He says he's coming in to win the ACC. You, both you and I know that is a super tall task. Well, that's awesome. And one that, let's be honest, is very <laughs> unlikely. Sure. But I'd rather have that guy on my team who's coming in to win the ACC than the guy who says, yeah, I'd like to finish second to Clemson. Yeah. I And, and I would guess that there's guys on rosters, not just Syracuse, across the entire conference who that is their goal, finish second to Clemson in the conference. If that happens, you're going to be very, very content with how things went. But I don't I don't know if that's the case with them. You usually, especially as a high school senior, you don't come out and say that. Like You say you want to compete in the ACC. The ACC was a great place for you because you get to play against the best and you want to compete against the best. But I don't see a lot of people that come out and say, I'm here to beat the best. Yeah. And, even though he doesn't call out Clemson, we know what that means. We know it means Clemson. Right. I I would say from the quotes you see, uh, I've seen a couple clips of his teammates. He, this kid's not lacking in confidence whatsoever. And I say that kind of jokingly, but I think that's definitely awesome to have that type of mentality and that type of kid on your team and, and commit to Syracuse. I, I love seeing that Cisco... You know, that made me so confident when he announced his top five and that the decision was coming Sunday at 4 p.m. And Cisco's like, there's not much more to say, man. Like, I, you know what you're doing here. You know where you're picking. Like, to me, as you said earlier, Cisco will probably not play with this kid, but that's what Syracuse needs. That's what we talked about, about rebuilding this program when we did the three steps off of the athletic article, more alumni interaction, because... If you have a guy like Andre Cisco, who is literally an All-American, going to be in the NFL very, very soon, use him. Use him like heck because, you know, that's how – that's what these kids want is they want to relate to someone that they can befriend that played on the team recently or is in the NFL now, and that's just cool to know someone in the NFL who went through that program that you're interested in and then it leads to good things. So they need more and more of that. And I love seeing Trill and Cisco tweeting. And uh, the whole Syracuse community is obviously all over Twitter in a positive way whenever any of these recruits are out there. And every little bit helps, but especially from a former player or a current player who is high up in the sport and you know has reached the status that Cisco has from a lower ranking than Deuce. I mean, there's... The sky's kind of the limit when you look at it that way, and that had to motivate Deuce a lot. Before we get to Isaiah Jones, the JUCO transfer that Syracuse also picked up from over the weekend, how about uh, Deuce's video? Yeah, that was did, something. Did you see that? I mean, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty cool. I, I know I've gotten a lot of feedback back uh, about the, the video itself. I mean, first of all, I mean, Orange fans had to have been holding on by a thread because he had to tweet it out in two yeah. parts. I think the first <laughs> one was too long or something like that. So he had to tweet it out in two parts. So you, 
I'm sure that what a lot of people do, myself included, is I, I don't have time thing. to look through all the stuff. Yeah. So I just scroll to where I see. Well, I just want to know. Team. I mean, I'll watch it back. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I just, yeah, I want to know right away. So I scroll. So a lot of people probably scrolled through. They got nothing. And then they were like, so where's he going? Where's he? And then the second video comes. And he, he's in like a video game and he's trying on the hats in the video game. I, I remember he tweeted out, who wants to help me make my commitment video? And yeah. shout out to that dude because that, that was creative. That was cool. Seems like the, the people really liked it. So uh, got to tip my hat to that. Yeah. And also, did you see the, the video that Syracuse football put out as well? It was the Who's Next. Yeah, that was interesting. Probably the best video I've ever seen a, a college football program put out. Yeah, they're not gonna awesome lie. In terms of like, not like a, a national championship winning because those are just awesome. Right. And there's the, the whole storyline and everything. One. I think, yeah. yeah, the Joe Burrow with the cigar, like that's all time stuff. But for a Who's Next recruiting video, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. And I think it's stuff like that. It's little things like that the, that kids these days are really going to be attracted to. And the fact that Syracuse has one of the best multimedia departments in the entire country and they're using it with the football program, I think that speaks volumes because they're doing some really, really awesome stuff on social media. Yep. And who knows? Maybe that does sway a recruit here or there uh, from time to time. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Isaiah Jones, the JUCO transfer from out west. A receiver who's joining this Orange program, what will he bring down the road with Dino Babers? That is coming up next. All right, some more football to close out this Monday show for you. Isaiah Jones, the JUCO transfer from El Camino College out in California. You know who went to El Camino College, Tim? I got no a little idea. list for you here. Who? So they've actually produced some, some pretty big NFL names, both on and off the field here. All right. Okay. So Kenbrell Tompkins, you remember that? Oh, You're one yeah. of your, your old Patriots pals. Had a huge uh, um, game winner against the Saints at a game I was at. That was one of the best oh, really? moments in person at a sporting event I've ever been to. A <laughs> two-minute drill from Brady. God, Kenbrell Tompkins, that's a blast. Where does that past. rank from one to when we went to the Hurricanes game together oh, down in uh, Raleigh? <laughs> Well, that is, that was for different reasons at the Hurricanes game. But, yeah, I would All say right. Hurricanes edges that by a little just because of the pandemonium at the end of that game. Okay. Um, Marcel Reese, remember him? Fullback, running back type that played for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. You may have had him in fantasy. Uh, if you're listening out there, you may have had him in fantasy for a I year did. or two. Waiver wire. Steve ad. Sarkeesian. Oh, wow. Another guy huh. who who's from El Camino. And then you ready for a couple wild cards here? Yes. All right, Chris Mortensen, the ESPN huh. NFL reporter, and Suge Knight. You know Suge Knight? <laughs> no. I, did, have I lost the room? I've, oh, you've he's, lost he's a, me. He's a rap mogul. He, he did oh, a lot of stuff okay. with like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, all that. But he played football at El Camino before becoming one of the, the biggest guys in, in the entire rap industry. So hopefully someone else out there knows who Suge Knight is. Yeah. Anyway... You bring in Isaiah Jones. He's got to sit one, then he'll get to play three. But this is a team that lost two receivers this offseason, including Cameron Jordan, a guy who was slated to start for the Orange. And while he's not going to be a guy who comes in and makes up for Jordan, who knows if who's going to make up for Jordan again. That's probably going to be the theme of our training camp Thursday this week is that wide receiver position. But this is a, a guy who... Again, you, you've got some extra scholarships to use because of some of the transfers that you had. So 
why not take a chance on a guy who's blazing fast from the JUCO ranks? Yeah, exactly. Exactly how you word it is how I would word it too. I think it's not someone who I'm anticipating will play like week two in this upcoming season or I mean obviously he also has to sit and I would assume he'll sit this year but I don't know if he'll play right away I think he does have potential though because you start with his frame 6'4 I think he's right around 180 which means you'd like to put on a little bit of weight but you watch his tape, and he high points it pretty well. He's got a big catch radius. Seems like he's comfortable catching in traffic. There's a lot of good stuff there, and they've had you know a good track record with picking up these JUCO guys kind of late in the cycle. Syracuse has a especially program. Dino. I mean, you look at yeah. Ryan Guthrie. That's the one that always sticks out to me. How about Alton? Also, Alton Robinson yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. he he went to the NFL, but Ryan Guthrie was one of those guys because. I mean, Elton Robinson, you think about him, this was a guy who was a four-star once upon a time and was supposed to go to Texas A&M, right? So there was an expectation there that you were getting a guy who was really, really good. Same thing goes with uh, Ravion Pierce, too. He was a guy who was supposed to go to Mississippi State, if I'm remembering correctly. But when you look at a guy like Ryan Guthrie, a guy who they really bred into that linebacker role, and then he becomes an all-ACC second-teamer. And that's kind of the project that you're going to be looking at with Isaiah Jones. How is the coaching staff going to groom him? Is he going to be a guy who's going to make an impact for you offensively, or is he going to maybe drift by the wayside and you're hoping that you get some special teams contributions from him at best? Yeah, he addresses a need, so I'm very happy that they went out and addressed that need after losing a couple guys at an already kind of depleted position because – Maybe by the time he is making some strides and is on the field consistently, Isaiah Jones, that maybe Taj Harris isn't with, you know, he has graduated by then. And, and you're getting to the point where, obviously, they're recruiting guys each and every year, and I like a lot of the wide receiver recruits, but you always got to have some depth at that position because of injuries and everything. And I I do think this kid could be a home run. I mean, you got... He's, and listen, he doesn't necessarily have to talent-wise be a home run either. I mean, we've seen Dino just make it work yeah, with guys right. who in other programs probably wouldn't have nearly the same success that they had at Syracuse. I, I mean, th- Amba Adetawa was a guy who literally just blew his entire career stats out of the water thanks to one season at Syracuse. Yeah. Steve Ishmael, he was all right the first couple years at Syracuse, but then he got that one big year under Dino – and boom, his numbers popped. Irv Phillips, numbers popped. Right. It happens on, in this system. Yeah, I mean, the system definitely produces great numbers, which is why I'm a little surprised, I guess, that they haven't reeled in some stronger wide receivers, maybe like a four-star yet at that position, given that the numbers have been there and they've been getting Blidnikoff, you know, recognition and, and things like that each year, it seems like. But anyway, I think... Jones is the type of player that, you know, in the NFL draft when someone's like an undrafted free agent afterwards and he comes from like some obscure college and I mean, maybe this is just a Patriots thing for me, but like there's a lot of those under the radar guys in the staff or the GM, whoever is just like, we loved his size. We loved his just right. skill set. I think that's what Syracuse is looking at here when you've got a reported 4540 and 
you've got a tall frame that you can put some weight on, and he high points the football well after you lost a tall receiver just last week and when Cam Jordan left the program. So I think this is great that they went out and addressed a need, and hopefully you can groom him a little bit, strength and conditioning-wise, and... You know, his stats weren't great at El Camino, but I think they have the potential. They definitely have, like, he has the engine already. It's just a matter of getting him to maybe get the all-around game and and really putting the puzzle pieces together, which they've done a good job of at receiver. So I'm excited. Yeah, I guess the question now for all of us, and we'll probably get to it later in the week, but it's the whole who is next now? Because, I mean, is Dino in his office right now making the TikToks? Like, you know, the the who's next TikTok? It's like, oh, 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 who's next? Like, that's probably what Dino's doing. That might be banned soon, so he better be Yeah, exactly. I mean, by the time people are listening to this, I mean, TikTok might be gone, which will be, I'll be devastated. I don't know about you, Tim, (laughs) but I will be devastated. devastated. Maybe not as much as you, Anyway, yeah. So... (laughs) Anyway, so we'll keep you updated on some of the other guys who could be coming to the Orange throughout the week because there's a couple of other big names out there who could be making some decisions. Get some more four stars. Let's get greedy. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, when when you you get one, it's the what is it? The the lust for more or whatever. The that who is it? The the Pistons came up with that, right? Yeah, the disease of more, or there's some better way of saying it than what we're saying. Right. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. So we will keep you updated on that. And also on tomorrow's show, we are going to talk about some good news that uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo came out with in regards to the Syracuse football season. So we will talk about that. I'll let you know if my ledger has moved over 50%. Yeah. Got to catch up to me. My number moved last week. But will it move over 50% is kind of the way that everyone's thinking these days. So we'll do that. We'll also talk some hoops for this 2020 season as well. Some interesting stuff with the guards and and some center stuff that I want to get to as well. So we will do all of that Tuesday and Wednesday for you here on the podcast. For Tim, I'm Tyler. We will talk to you tomorrow.